Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Welcome to another episode of Toxic Masculinity with your host, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, it's my little tribute to uh, the comedy icon. Um, rest in peace. Uh, you know, it, it's just, you know, the last couple of years it has been so depressing, you know, once COVID hit. And uh, by the way, rest in peace, Norm McDonald. Most of you know him from Saturday Night Live. I love his movie, Dirty Work. And Norm McDonald, you're one of my favorite comedians. That one's for you. However, um, I just wanted to kind of go back and review the last couple of years. I know this is kind of, kind of sounds depressing, but over the last couple of years, you know, it seems like there have been so many deaths of people, not just with COVID related, that maybe people were close to, uh, and people we've seen sick and come back from it, and some we've had to say goodbye to. But it seems like every time there's some sort of a celebrity death, and a celebrity by that, I don't mean just an actor or actress, but somebody that was relevant in our culture, that um, you know, we've noticed it a little bit more. <clears throat> And I was looking for a topic to talk about today, and a friend of mine, uh, Jason, he kind of pointed out, you know, it seems like Gen X is now doing a lot of saying goodbye. Yeah, our generation really has. We have seen a lot of people over the last couple of years, few years, from our generation, gener Gen X, my generation, that have passed. That doesn't mean that they were Gen Xers, It's but they were relevant to us because we grew up with them. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, you know, just off, this is not really off topic, but just kind of a little personal thing about me. A few years back, you know, I used to just, when I was growing up, I mean, I'd have posters on the walls of, you know, my favorite rock bands, actors and actresses and shows. And, and like you, everybody had a picture of um, a couple of hot models on their wall, right? Every guy I know. Um, whether it was, um, <clears throat> what's her name? Not Heather Locklear, but Heather Thomas from Fall Guy. Um, or there's a couple other famous models that were on everyone's wall. I can't, I can't remember their names now, but I can see the, I can see their faces. I can see the bikinis. I'm not kidding you. 
<laughs> you see those bathing suits right now. Um, but you know, as I got older, I think one of the things that struck me personally was just how much relevance we put into other human beings as celebrities to be, we didn't ask them to be role models, but somehow it was just expected and built in that, hey, these are like the, you know, leaders of our culture. And I never really thought about what kind of pressure that puts on people. And we see that with celebrity suicides. There's a lot of pressure on people out there. And you wonder why, you know, people who have it all run to drugs and alcohol. Oh, well, you know, maybe those are, maybe we put a little too much on them. I don't know. It's the life they ask for, so I'm not going to make excuses for any of them. Um, it's, you know, a lot of them, they chase that fame and that vanity that's, you know, it's the life they get. But, you know, Jason was pointing out, it seems like Gen X has been doing a lot of saying goodbye lately. And that is very, very true. And what I was going to say was, you know, a few years ago, and it's not, not to be political in any, they'll take this in a political sort of way, but I remember when Barack Obama was elected president. And I guess he did his acceptance um, before they had the convention. He had this big thing um, out in Denver and had these big columns put up on the stage and you know, come out there for this big rousing speech once he had received enough delegates in the primaries for the nomination and did this rousing speech that I'm sure millions around the globe watched, not just this country, but around the world. Um, and, you know, he had that melodic, yes, we can kind of thing, you know, and the crowd chanting with it. And I remember watching that and, like, the first thing I thought was, like, you know, what kind of ego do you have to have to have that kind of background, that kind of backdrop, and walking up and acting like a demigod and giving a speech like that that everybody just chanted back in line with? It reminded me of a lot of going to concerts when I was a kid. Everyone's singing along, you know, chanting whatever the band was, you know, encouraging you to do. I mean, I remember this with Aerosmith, Skid Row, Def Leppard, Kiss, all the greats, man, all these fun shows that I went to. And I started watching, and I saw, for the first time in my life, I saw it in a different light. And I thought, wow, the amount of adoration we put on people that are culturally relevant is so much idol worship that it turned me off watching that. And I told myself, I will never put that kind of faith in a politician, a person, a celebrity, a culturally relevant person ever again. You know? And I haven't. But when you see the celebrity deaths, and I, you know, I follow along on Twitter and social media and all the you know, people boohoo and, you know, all, all that. And that's, I get it, you know. It doesn't, you know. So what I, the, the reason I'm doing this, I wanted to do this particular episode is because, you know, this is not really idol worship. It's okay to respect a person's career and accolades and what they've done and, uh, you know, appreciate it. And uh, sometimes, you know, some celebrity deaths, I noticed 
a lot of you just hear in the news, it just kind of goes past you. It's like, that yeah, it kind of sucks. Some of you kind of, some of actually a handful of them actually sting a little because it's like, wow, that person was so relevant to me growing up as a kid or near my teen years or, or whatever. That, that at a very impressionable time in my life that, uh, you know, as Gen Xers, we see these people and like we look at them in a little bit of a different light. And so, like I said, some of the people that have passed in the couple, last couple of years are not all Gen Xers themselves. They come from, you know, uh, you know going back to you know, being born in the 20s. But it doesn't mean they weren't relative in our culture. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of reluctant to say this, but I think maybe our generation or, you know, whoever's listening to this, Generation X. The generation I'm a part of might have been the last generation to actually go back and look at previous generations and respect and enjoy the work. We might be the last generation that actually still turns on Turner Classic Movies to watch a black and white Humphrey Bogart film. Not because that was relevant when we were kids, but because we have an appreciation for what built up to what became the 80s, the late 70s, 90s, 1980s, 90s. Not just with movies, but with music. What built all of that? What, you know, the shoulders those people stood on in our generation, you know, th those were those were other shoulders that we've come to appreciate. So we might go back and actually listen to Vietnam War protest songs and actually get it. Now, maybe I, I hope, I mean, I hope this is cross-generational, but I don't, I suspect it's probably not. I've never seen millennials out there talking about, hey, man, Sinatra was an amazing artist, and a lot of today's artists can't even match up with songwriting ability. But you'll see him hold people like Justin Bieber up in, in the sky like they're great. And, and you know, if you like that music, so be, so be it, man. To each their own. But, I, but you know, I just had noticed that um, maybe it's just my age now, but the generations are turning a little bit. And I did want to point out a few celebrity deaths that, that were very pertinent to a lot of us that may be listening. And you'll remember these people. Some of them you may not. Uh, some of them, handful of them stink. Some of them do to me, and I'll and I'll mention and I'll I'll talk about those, but you know one of the one of the people who like growing up I was a big fan of Michael Jordan. Everybody had a Jordan poster on their wall. Every kid wanted to be like Mike. I could be like Mike. You remember those ads? David Stern um, was an amazing commissioner of basketball, and um, anyway, he passed away in 2020. Um, from a brain hemorrhage at age 77. Here's another one from 2020 that really, this one kind of bothered me a little bit. I'm a big fan of Rush. Uh, Neil Peart, the drummer of Rush, passed away from brain cancer. You know, that was, um, yeah, a lot of people who know The Rock, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, his dad, Rocky Johnson, passed away in 2020. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through a list here. Here was the guy who read me my news the entire my entire childhood until the time, you know, cable news came out. Jim Lear. I used to watch him PBS NewsHour. And um, this guy was you know, just a big part of the news culture 
and defining what TV news was to me growing up. Kobe Bryant, you know, whether you're a Lakers fan or a basketball fan or whoever, or whatever, um, he was a Gen Xer. He died in a, I think he was an Xer, one of the last ones at the very end. He was born in 1978, so I think anybody born up in like 1980, 82 was a Gen Xer. But he passed away. Helicopter crash, we all remember that. And that was on the news for days. And once in a while, it's still talked about. Here's another Hollywood legend. Kirk Douglas died in 2020. 103 years old. Man, if we could all be so lucky, right? Um, you know, it's amazing, amazing work, body of work that got put down in old Hollywood films. And if, you, if you're not a, a fan of those, go back and watch them. Uh, here's one from my childhood that actually sparked my interest in like crazy things that I talk about on this show. From the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Gene Donarski died. He was actually in that. He was in a lot of stuff, actually. Um, but uh, he, he passed away in 2020 at the age of 86. James Lipton. And you're like, who the hell is James Lipton? Well, actually, he was an actor. But you probably know him from this, this show called Inside the Actor's Studio. He was the guy that interviewed all the actors and comedians and people in popular culture. Um, he died at 93. Uh, that, guy, that guy was an incredible interviewer and had interviewed so many people from my generation, artists of all kinds. Max von Sydow. This guy was actually, you guys know him probably from uh, some Stephen King stuff. Um, but also, um, Max von Sydow, he was actually in uh, the first movie I ever went to see as a kid. In 1980, I went to the Richlands Movie Theater. The first movie available here in my little town was Flash Gordon. And Max von Sydow was one of the stars of Flash Gordon. And you probably know him from other movies like The Seventh Seal. Um, he was in, let's see, uh, back in 2010, Robin Hood. So he worked all the way up to, to the end. Um, he was in, uh, I'm, I'm just scrolling through his IMDb here. He was, oh my gosh, he was in everything. Minority Report, uh, Nuremberg, the TV series. Uh, the Princess and the Pauper back in the 90s. Um, he was in the movie uh, Judge Dredd. I remember that with, with uh, Stallone. That was a big one. Citizen X. Um, Needful Things. That's the Stephen King movie I was thinking of. Um, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Uh, so this, this guy was in like everything. Awakenings. You guys remember that movie Awakenings? With... Um, uh, I, I, the guy's name escapes me, the comedian. Um, but Ghostbusters 2, he's the voice of uh, Vigo. <laughs> like, so, I mean, he's been in everything um, that you can possibly imagine, whether it was an acting part. Uh, well, here's one you remember him from. He was Father Marin in The Exorcist. Yeah, you horror fans out there? Yeah. That one, that one pretty much tops them all. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was another one. Um, he, he was such a, 
uh, you know, an icon uh, in, in Hollywood. Here's the one that stings for me, because I saw this guy in concert, Kenny Rogers. You probably remember him, Coward of the County, The Gambler. Um, there were so many great songs that this guy had. And uh, he died of uh, natural causes, bladder cancer, age 81. But he died in 2020. And that was um, that was kind of a, you know kind of a part of my childhood uh, here growing up in the South where there's so much country music and my grandparents listen to that stuff all the time. If I walked into my grandparents' house, if I wasn't here in Waylon Jennings or or uh, um, you know somebody like uh, George Jones, it was Kenny Rogers, you know. So I mean, it was just. Uh, Kind of a fun childhood. So, yeah, my mother was a big fan. I actually got to take her to see Kenny Rogers many, many years ago. Now, Brian Dennehy, an actor from First Blood, he passed in 2020. Uh, Jack Wallace from Death Wish. Tom Lester from the movie Benji. Which Gen Xer didn't like Benji? You know, I mean, that was such a great, great movie when we were kids. Um... I'm trying to look and see what else here. Uh, from Scrubs, Sam Lloyd. Uh, from the movie Armageddon, John Mahone. Iconic coach, Don Shula. The guy, only guy who coached an undefeated team all the way to the Super Bowl with the Miami Dolphins. Don freaking Shula. Little Richard. Jerry Stiller. You guys remember him from Hairspray, right? Um, but Ben Stiller's dad, um, from Meet the Parents, Phyllis George, uh, Best in Show, Fred Willard, Jerry Sloan, the iconic NBA coach. Um, th there's so many. I'm just scrolling through this list here on IMDb that, uh, Jason sent me. And this is just the year 2020. And, you know, it, uh, just to look at some of the iconic names, Here's the one that bothered me too. I grew up with this guy's music in my house, and it was kind of just just kind of part of the background everywhere I went. Here, the Charlie Daniels. Um, he was uh, he was a great country music singer, and uh, he was very outspoken too. Kelly Preston from Battlefield Earth, she died of breast cancer. She was only fifty seven. She's a Gen Xer. Um, uh, Regis Philbin. That was another one that was on our TV. It was on TV all my life. The actor John Saxon in one of my favorite movies of all time, Nightmare on Elm Street. And he's been in a ton of different things. Now, here's another one that was, I don't say this one stings, but this guy was in everything coming and going. Wilford Brimley. He died at the age of 85. Now, he was in that movie, The Thing. He was in a couple of my very favorite movies of all time, The Natural. And here's a little-known movie from the 80s that a lot of people have forgotten about. It's called Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. He was in that. He was in so many things, Cocoon. I mean, you can't name the number of things that this guy was in. Um, Alan Rich. And he was known for the movie Serpico. But you guys remember uh, what was... Uh, I'm trying to think of the movie, Dread Pirate Roberts, Princess Bride. Inconceivable. 
Yeah, it was Alan Rich. And, you know, he, he had passed too. Uh, Tom Seaver, who was a 12-time All-Star, one of the greatest pitchers in the major leagues. Um, you know, he kind of come between that era of Sandy Koufax and Roger Clemens. And, um, you know, he uh, pitched for the, for the uh, Red Sox, won over 300 games. Tom Seaver, and I'm, I'm such a huge baseball fan. And that, you know, when I heard Tom Seaver died, I was like, wow. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, with, you know, politics aside, she was a groundbreaking person. It was very, very, uh, had, you know, played a huge role in our nation. Died in 2020. Um, Jackie Stallone. Here's one from my Gen Xers, my, my buddies who love big time wrestling. Joe Laronitis, who was Animal from the, from the Road Warriors. Um, man, he died. 2020. That age is 60. Set of natural causes, but I don't know. That's awfully young to be dying of natural causes. Now, here's one that particularly bothered me. When I look back at growing up and my love of music and movies and just so many things of the culture that kind of stuck with me over the years, I've always been such a huge Van Halen fan. Eddie Van Halen died of throat cancer at the age of 65 in 2020. That one actually really bothered me. Um, and when when uh, James Bond died, Sean Connery, also 2020. Uh, he was 90 years old, had pneumonia, but had complications from dementia. And he passed away. Um, yeah, those are two that's like, eh, that kind of that stings. I've always been a big fan of Jeopardy. So when Alex Trebek died, that was kind of, like, wow. I mean, that's... You knew there was like a, the passing of the torch, the end of an era. Kind of like when Johnny Carson retired from uh, uh, The Tonight Show. Even though he looked at to Jay Leno, and Jay Leno did an amazing job. Um, no one's going to replace Johnny Carson. No one is going to replace Alex Trebek. That was the end of an era. And, you know, hopefully I wish the show well, but, you know, you just don't replace people like that. You don't replace groundbreaking guitar players like Eddie Van Halen. You know, there's, but the thing is, even though there's, yeah, it gives us an opportunity when people pass to start enjoying other people's music. Does that make sense? It's like no one ever fills those shoes, but people will pop up to fill the void. And in our pop culture, in our movies, in our music, the same thing is going to happen. Who it is and who, you know, who, I don't know. Maybe it's different for everybody. It's like the other end of an era that we just recently experienced with Betty White. Um, and, and, you know, end of an era, coaches like uh, John Madden just recently passed. Um. I'm trying to think of some others that, that you yeah, Prince. That was another one that kind of bothered me too, because Prince's music was always so cool to me. And the fact that that guy could play multiple, like a dozen instruments, who does that these days? You know, I mean, he, he took such pride in his music and you know, the way he died was very tragic. All the, you know, the drugs that they found in the system. Um, you, you hate that for people. Um, especially family that may have to deal with that or, or maybe his children or things like that. But 
he left a legacy of such amazing music that we're going to be listening to it for decades to come. And some of these actors and actresses, as long as we can keep the the uh, the music and the movies alive, their work will be appreciated for decades to come. And you know, we just lost um, a couple other people here recently, Anne Rice. Uh, we all know her as the writer of the interview with the vampire, the Vampire Chronicles, and uh, Lestat. So she was an amazing, prolific writer. Actually, that was one that Jason said took the wind out of his sails. The, you know, the friend of mine who brought up uh, maybe doing this show. And today, um, find out we lose none other than Meatloaf. Meatloaf, of all people. And I really hate, I really hate that. Um, I wasn't very familiar with his music from the 70s until I heard uh, Bad Out of Hell Part 2, Back Into Hell. When he, when he had his resurgence in the 90s, and I thought, well, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll go, I'll go back and listen to some of this other stuff. And then at that point, I had to experience so much more new music. Um, it was a lot of fun. So the point of bringing all this up is um, not to idolize people in a way, but let's, let's remember some of the accomplishments, accomplishments of these people, some of the music and the movies. Yeah, Burt Reynolds died. I forgot what year he died. I don't think it was in the last couple of years, but um, you know, it was another cultural icon that yeah meant a lot to a lot of Gen Xers. So, in honor of all that, and then Louis Anderson come to find out died last night. Comedian Louis Anderson, and uh, which which sucked because he was he was funny. He was in a couple of good movies I liked back when I was a kid and in the nineties and um. But yeah, bust out some Bat Out of Hell tonight in honor of Meatloaf. Break out that uh, Prince and the Revolution. Um, um, listen to When Doves Cry. Go on YouTube and let's go crazy. Let's get nuts. Um, just have a great time with some of these, these people's legacy. It's not about idol worship. It's about appreciating where they came from. And don't be afraid to look in to see where they built their legacy from that is so much a part of our culture and i'm afraid we're losing it um as a matter of fact if you listen to anything by prince and you don't hear funk all through it you're not listening with the right ears um you get to learn to appreciate some of some of what is like written between the lines and prince did a lot of that a whole lot of that and i wager a guess that probably in some some way shape or form Meatloaf did the same thing because uh, he was very much a perfectionist about his voice and his music. Um, so let, let's appreciate these folks and let's listen to the people that are that are relevant and still around playing for us today. And uh, we should, uh, yeah, it's Friday night. You'll break out your old DVDs and CDs, Gen Xers. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> Until next time, I'll see you on another episode of the Gonzo Chronicles. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this depressing rant. Um, who were some of the celebrities that meant the most to you? Like I said, I always thought I want this show to be interactive. Let me know on social media. Drop me an email at cyrus.alderwood at gmail.com. Uh, love to hear your thoughts. I'll share them on the show. Thanks again, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon.